T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Andy is so happy. He can hit the table all he wants now. Bang the hell out of this He found this weird little adopter for the headphone jack. It's not a weird little... You make it sound like I MacGyvered it. No, you found it on the table. It was right there in that little crack between those two computers. I didn't see it at all. Thank you. You're my hero. Now you can hit the table all you want. I can talk very vehemently and energetically about... Wonderful. You can do all of your... Absurd I don't know what's going on. Oh, with I got that. that. I'll get Dude, that. Dude, that studio light has been flickering for you like have a two weeks. Or something. I n- no, seriously. Yeah. You walk in here, you're like, whoa. I am I under a weird interrogation? This is gonna be awesome. It hurts your tummy. Anything that involves motion or lighting moving quickly bothers Fitzy, my belly. be careful. Oh, nice. He changed the. Uh, oh, look at that. Color of it. How do yeah. you know how to do that? Because he went to theater school. Oh. Film school. He's a theater dweeb. Speaking of. We both, are going to just on the record. Both my kids are in theater. Yeah, hold on. Just, I make fun I, of them too. Yeah. <laughs> equal opportunity. Equal opportunity offender. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> ah, the Twitch chat says Andy looks like a juggalo. <laughs> what the hell's a juggalo? The fans of the insane clown. Posse. Oh, okay, that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure if I was right. There. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't it. think you do. Screw you, tennis Seth. It's not like you're wearing like face paint. No. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be the meanest thing that has ever been said of <laughs> anyone here in some terrible Should I be more offended than I am? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I would do it. Twitch.tv slash Boston W-E-E-I. Shame on you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not easily <laughs> offended. Sorry. We'll we'll Google it for you at the break and let you know. By the I way, if you want to call in on Bill O'Brien, 617-779-7937. That's the number. But right now, let's talk a little off season because mm-hmm. the Patriots have been there. For a little mm-hmm. while now. Yeah. Other teams continue to play. But here's some offseason predictions from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. He says free agency in the draft will keep a frantic pace of moves that are hard to crystallize just yet. Nonetheless, we asked a selection of top league executives to come up with some bold takes. Here are some of the themes that emerged from those conversations. And I picked out the two that I think have the biggest connections to the Patriots. Okay. This one is a little fringy. It's about Aaron Rodgers. So mm. he writes, um, will Aaron Rodgers become a New York Jet? Ooh. He says mm. some people around the league can see it, assuming the Jets 
work on that cap deficit of nearly $3 million. Here's a quote he got from an NFC coordinator. He said, that receiving core is really talented, and you know the defense is good. They have pieces and are trending up. They should be desperate to get a QB, in my opinion. One NFC executive brought up an interesting team that's sort of random, but would make some sense on paper. That would be Indianapolis. Uh, the Colts entered the offseason with over $20 million in $20 million in cap space. They absolutely need a quarterback. Um, that executive said that the Indianapolis general manager has to get one quarterback and get it right. Maybe they just draft one and save the money, but Rodgers would be different than their past stopgap options because he's more of a sure thing. Okay, so I know I always overanalyze things, but those are both teams that, well, one doesn't have an offensive coordinator and one mm-hmm. doesn't have a head coach right now. And you're talking about adding Aaron Rodgers. Like, which, and his monster contract. Which is the horse and, and his but, monster yeah, attitude. Which he's, I believe he said on Pat McAfee's show yesterday, oh, like, the, the, my contract would have to change. Tweaked or something. Yeah, it would have, have to be, quote, tweaked. Restructure. But would you, I mean, if you're an owner, it's like it sounds like Woody Johnson's interested. He would trade two first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers. They'd go down the Brett Favre road again. It's this weird history repeating itself, Packers, Hall of Famer, whole thing. Hmm. But do you need... Do you just get Aaron Rodgers and then it doesn't matter who your offensive coordinator is? Or, like, what's the order of operations? And does Indy need a head coach? Or does Ursay say, oh, by the way, new head coach, I got you a quarterback. His name's Rodgers. Good luck with him. He's a bit of a head case. If you're bringing Rodgers in, then doesn't that help sell your entire program to a coordinator who wants to work with Aaron Rodgers? But who does Aaron... I, I feel like Aaron Rodgers would want to work with somebody. Like, Aaron Rodgers yeah, gets go very hand in hand. pissy. He, he, he's a he might have a little bit of a sensation say. of feeling a hundred like different hands on my body. That guy sounds really cool. What are you I, talking Ayahuasca. about? For example, Nick Cayley has mm-hmm. interviewed with the Jets. I feel like Aaron Rodgers would say, who the F is Nick Cayley? I'm older like than offended. him. He's right. not coming in. He's right not now. a big enough name. I feel like Nick Cayley could get hired and fired in like two weeks because Aaron Rodgers doesn't want Well, him. who is a big enough name? They got rid of Michael LaFleur, so obviously they've cleared out Does any Cliff sort of Cliff Kingsbury come back from Thailand for Aaron Rodgers? No. He says that's not good for my mental health. No, no. he just left one dink Call BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com <laughs> slash Mega. Now, he- from a Patriots perspective, obviously Aaron Rodgers joining what I believe is a championship defense for mm-hmm. the Jets. Mm-hmm. And... In theory, Aaron Rodgers didn't play all that well last year. Anybody like the games I watched, there were a lot of Aaron Rodgers, un Aaron Rodgers throws from Aaron Rodgers. Was it the thumb or was it just about the fact that he was kind of off all season? Or is he old? Or is it both? Is he or is washed? he drinking too much stuff? Are we on the verge some... of him Russell Wilsoning himself? Right. Is he Russell oh, Wilson no. or Tom Brady? Is he ready for a resurgent, take a team to the Super Bowl because they're ready and they just need me and I'm ready to show them how to win? Or is he petering out and he isn't what he once was? That's what I, Ayahuasca did for me. <laughs> but who, but Andy, between, Indian, Cliff Kingsbury and between Indianapolis <laughs> right, and the Jets, really I would go to the Jets in a heartbeat. There's there's a ton to work with yes. on that offense. It's a great defense. And regardless of what you think about Robert Sala and whoever the coordinator might be, like that oh, team yes, is ready. Break. That team is ready to challenge. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Like that dude's life hell in practice every day. <laughs> you know? sure you are. Yeah, what yeah, does that- Zach Wilson do if Aaron Rodgers comes Just in? Just goes away. Did you hear him? He's going to make his life living now in practice. <laughs> Can you imagine? Gets, Aaron Rodgers so, is like, okay, gets, squirt. Is well, he going to Z- flick in, him behind in, the ear while fairness, he's standing there? In fairness, Zach Wilson may have a better relationship with Aaron Rodgers' mom than Aaron Rodgers does. Mm. Well, yeah, everybody does. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a <laughs> sexual why I brought it up. Um, the, the kick in the organizational nuts for the Patriots is like you get really excited about your offensive coordinator and what he's going to do for your quarterback, and we're making moves up the division. Mm-hmm. 
and then the Jets leapfrog you. Because automatically, Fitzy, I know you're a Jets fan. You fell in love with them at, after the draft now, last see, year. See, of course, you misconstrue, and of course, I see what you're trying to do here. Just because I praised the Jets for having what I thought was the best draft last year, you now call me a Jets fan. But go Who on. has the better roster? Right now? Yeah. Between the Patriots and he's the Jets? He's even wearing the Jets. Jets colors right yeah, now. He's a Jets fan now. Yeah. The Jets and have the better roster. if they get Aaron Rodgers, they are light years ahead of you in the East. I would say that the Jets are better than the Patriots with Aaron Rodgers, uncertainly, I mean, without any hesitation whatsoever. So you're clearly the fourth place team in the East. Especially if Brady, who's shopping That's for schools tough. in Miami, goes mm-hmm. to Miami. Yeah, by the way, so how Aaron Rodgers, Tom people Brady, making a Josh bigger Allen. deal about that video yesterday? Tom Brady literally seeing schools well, in Miami. He Probably because be he already there. owns property right. there. Mm-hmm. He could be going to Fox and living in Miami. Uh, yeah. He's going to go to school. Sure. And isn't she living in Miami? Yeah. I, okay. I feel like none of that is very inflammatory. No. That's up for talk show debate. What do you guys think? <laughs> what do I think? I'll tell you. Tom Brady's going to the Miami Dolphins. That's what I think. If he oh, knew man. what he was going to do, he would have done it already. Yeah, All right, scrat- you're scratching. You're scratching. No, but uh, wait, the Patriots we- would be the, the worst team in the AFC East and have the worst quarterback in the AFC East. And still make the playoffs. Right. Potentially. Anything could, is possible. He just shrugs hey, on radio. Anything is possible. Why not? You can have all four emojis. Can we go to this this other point from the yes. Fowler predictions, offseason predictions? These are bold takes. Bold. He says, DeAndre Hopkins to the Patriots. Ooh. At age 30, with a $19.4 million base salary, Hopkins may not merit a first-round pick in return. The Cardinals would be wise to eat some of the money to facilitate a deal. Bill Belichick is a huge admirer of Hopkins games game and needs a game-changing receiver in the worst way. He's also one of the league's most active traders. Arizona is on the hook for Hopkins' $11 million in prorated signing bonus that he got. Um, one NFC exec said that would be interesting <laughs> to pair Bill O'Brien with Hopkins if O'Brien ends up with the Patriots OC job. So this was before it was announced. Obviously, he has the job now. They might not be friendly, but they had success together with subpar quarterback play, so maybe it can work. Plus, new Arizona general manager Monty Ossenford is a former Patriot scouting assistant, so therefore there's a relationship, you would think, between Bill and him. He's an FOB. He's Mm -hmm. at least a former employee of B um, in Arizona, so that might help you there. Also, right. The his nineteen point four million dollar salary, mm-hmm. Arizona doesn't have to eat. He can renegotiate his contract upon arrival. You'd have to have the cap room to trade for that salary spot. Which you Randy probably Moss did. Will. You Randy do. Moss renegotiated the second he was traded from the Raiders to the Patriots. Now, can he do it? Would he want to do it? Or is he like, no, I want my nineteen point like, four million or and I'll like, stay in the desert? Screw and stink. O'Brien. That guy compared me to Aaron Hernandez. I feel like that's the sticking point. Yeah. He didn't they didn't just have a weird sports falling out. He compared him to a murderer. It wasn't like, however, it wasn't like Bill and Randy Moss at the end of his tenure with the Patriots. Where then years later, Bill is going to his Hall of Fame induction. Right, that was football issue. Like, oh, locker room. Oh, you're aging and contract. He wanted money. They went to two tight ends. DeAndre Hopkins. But it's as simple as this: DeAndre Hopkins is going to want to win, and if he can, if he can get paid and win and work with a coach he respects, as opposed to one he may have no relationship with, like out in Arizona. Would you not take a small haircut for a chance to come up and work with a guy like Belichick, mend fences with O'Brien? This is not an either-or. It's not Arizona or New England. Right, so there's another another team. There's another team. I'm glad you bring that up because Fowler throws throws this out. He said another team mentioned in the execs he was talking to is Baltimore. 
In Hopkins, the Ravens would be getting a true vertical threat for Lamar Jackson, who many coaches say needs a rangy target. If Baltimore is serious about keeping Jackson, it's time to get him more firepower on the outside. Yeah, because they had the worst wide receiver room in the NFL last year, and I'm looking at the Patriots as well. The well, Ravens they did have Mark was off- Andrews, though. The, that's not the wide receiver room. I know, but he's a pass catcher. Yeah, but their wide receiver Which room was trash. Which is more than what you had. They kept going back and forth between Deshaun Jackson. Rashad Bateman was out. They had Bateman's good. He'll be back. Yes, no, I know. He's very good. You put good, him like, with Hopkins they and had they blow Deshaun, you away. They had Deshaun Jackson, and also, they didn't they take back in uh, the receiver they cut from Sammy Watkins? Yeah. Like, it was bad. Green Bay was also mentioned about a week or so ago, not in this piece from Jeremy Fowler, if Aaron Rodgers were to stay, because then now you add a veteran elite target like that to guys like Dobbs and Christian Watson, who they're developing, now all of a sudden, that would be a more... Uh, shall I say, formidable offensive attack. I feel like all of these situations or a lot of these discussions, you got to figure out the quarterback first. Is Lamar Jackson or in the offensive coordinator? <laughs> no, I actually would figure out the quarterback first with, with these Baltimore? types of guys. Baltimore, well, yeah, you're not Green bringing Bay. In Hopkins if you don't have Lamar there, right? And Lamar's not going. I mean, uh, Hopkins isn't going there if Lamar's not there. He's not going to but play Lamar, with Huntley. Lamar is not like the same as you know. It's not the same situation as Aaron Rodgers, where He's they can franchise tag. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying that oh. Baltimore has more more yes. control that they can exercise. Yes, but now you get into there was questions late this year. Could he play? Is this a contract thing? Is he not fully invested? What if he holds out if he's franchised for half the year? Like, to me, if I'm DeAndre Hopkins, and I have a say here, I am. I want to know who my quarterback is. Week one, not who, oh, he'll come back by week seven so he can get an accrued season. Like, no, no, no. I want to go into a stable quarterback situation. And of those teams you just mentioned, maybe the Patriots are the most stable right now. Maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. Dun, hey, we dun, dun. we got a trend. When we come back, we have Brian Scalabrini from NBC Sports Boston to talk the Celtics who are coming off of back-to-back losses in Florida. We'll be right back. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Jason Tatum looks over at Joe Mazzulla, not calling a timeout. I don't know if we had to trap, but I did like the hard show, and then we got to get back because that was just a shot over Peyton Pritchard. Easy money for Bam. Final seconds. Tatum throws it away, and the ball game is over. Welcome back to WEEI. You hear it there. That was from the Celtics loss to the Miami Heat last night. And joining us to talk about everything Celtics is NBC Sports Boston and NBA insider Brian Scalabrini. He's brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around the joys of food. By John Sewer and Drain, cleaning the name to know when your drains don't flow. And by Dr. Matthew Lapresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Kern and Brian Scalabrini at 1-800-GET-HAIR. And Scal joins us now on the Harbor One Hotline. Thanks for joining us, Scal. I guess first question has to be about the timeout that was not called in the waning seconds of that game last night. Do you think that's a major error, or did you, I guess, agree with the explanation that Coach Joe Mazzula gave in the postgame about liking what he saw out there in terms of the defense they were showing? Yeah, so I would agree, you know, typically I'm a big proponent of, you know, trying to attack, you know, a a team that wants to have their offensive group out there. There's a reason why they're a bunch of shooters and maybe they can't guard. But I will say, like, it felt like Miami had all the momentum. And you got to remember that, let's say, three of the guys were probably in their first time, you know, being out there in that situation. Now, if Al Horford, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, or even Malcolm Brogdon – with Tatum were out there, I think I would have probably said, yeah, just roll the dice, 20 seconds, go quick. Every single guy has been in that situation before. But with that, being that shorthanded, in that scenario, I would have opted to call timeout just to settle guys in. And if Tatum is the guy that said, no, Coach, I want to go, all you got to do is tell him, like, listen, I, I, I trust you, but these other guys, I just got to make sure they're in the right position because I know you're going to get double teamed. And Tatum would have been like, yeah, you're right. You know, let's, let's make sure we get it right. And there's a lot of things to communicate. If the shot goes up, crash the glass. If it misses, make sure you foul. There's just, you know, I just wouldn't have not, I don't want to use the word not trust, but those guys have not been in tight games like that before. So I would want to make sure that everyone was on the same page. So, yeah, I would have called timeout, especially if I had two left. 
Scal, in some form or fashion, timeouts have been a subplot talking point for Joe Missoula this year, whether it's momentum stopping timeouts and him choosing not to call those at times. And this is sort of a, a general question. With a young coach like him, is there ever an opportunity for an assistant coach to advise him, maybe sort of plant a seed in his ear, like maybe a good time for a, for a timeout coach, or is that solely his decision? That's going to be his decision, and you, you guys act like he's not aware of it. He is aware of it. He has certain things that he's looking for, and there's been plenty of times, and you guys, if you follow the Celtics, you know, you would say things like, let's call, oh, man, we got to call a timeout. Things are getting out of control, and the Celtics will go on an 11-2 run and force the other team to call a timeout, which they don't have, so they burn they burn one they did, that they didn't have. I, I, I think that that timeout thing is a little bit overrated most of the time. Last night, just because I do think that he should have called a timeout the, uh, last time in that situation with the scenario that was in front of him, doesn't mean that I think that I think in the third quarter when a team goes on a 6-0 run that you need to burn a timeout. I think like it's good to let these guys kind of figure it out. It's good for them to like take their lumps and even if a team goes 12-0 on you, like like trusting players to write their own ship is part of the deal. If you remember last year during the playoffs, they would call timeouts and the team would go on 23 to two runs, uh, you know, the other team. So like there, there is a personal responsibility from the players to try to figure this thing out. Like last night with being shorthanded, I wouldn't say that that's one of those scenarios. I think it's probably really good just to settle them in, but a lot of times I'll, I'm all for it. I'm all for, you know, players are supposed to figure this thing out. We all, all we hear is player empowerment, player league, player, this player, that, well, let the players kind of kind of write the ship when things are going sideways. Why do we always blame the coach? Why can't these um, all NBA players, Jason Tatum, you know, an NBA and MVP uh, candidate? Why can't he figure out a way? I've seen great players like Tim Duncan in the past. You know, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. Like I've seen some of the all-time greats. Nikola Jokic is another one this season who is riding the ship for their team when things are going sideways. And I, I would, I would empower my best players and my team, my players that I have to trust in the playoffs to call to, to be able to get a, a team through without calling a timeout. So it sounds like you're on board with the idea that Joe Missoula is doing a good job and progressing, growing as a first-year coach. But there's a bigger issue that is that predates Joe Missoula being coach of the Celtics, Scal, and that's this turnover issue that they just can't seem to get over. And uh, Megan brought up a stat earlier in the show from our pal Brian Barrett that basically there's a magic number for the Celtics, 16. Yeah. And when the Celtics yeah. turn the ball over 16 or more times, they basically lose every game, and when they don't, they basically win every game. How do they get over? How do they? How do they figure this out? Well, I mean, every every game has a life is its own. The way Miami plays them, with jamming up on Tatum and forcing them into Bam—that's one situation. You know, other situations. Uh, I think the way that the Warriors uh, play the Celtics is the same way. So, yeah, like obviously the Celtics don't want to turn the ball over. They they want to, you know, they lead the NBA right now in assist to turnover ratio. So. Yeah, I, I get, I I understand what you're bringing up, but you can probably say, you know, that's the whole point of make miss league, right? Uh, man, if the Celtics make shots, they're undefeated, like that. Yeah, of course, that's how the the NBA works. But uh, I I thought last year in the playoffs it was a problem, uh, and I felt like the games that we lost turnovers were a problem. But for the most part, I you know, like I wouldn't, I couldn't be a guy that complains about their assist to turnover ratio when it's number one in the NBA. So. Uh, you you always you always want to take care of the basketball. That's the key to winning games. But um, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to take away their aggressiveness and the way they fly the ball around. And I would just say, the more that they're attacking 
I feel like the least amount of turnovers they have, the more they walk the ball up, the more they play slow basketball, isolation basketball, I feel like uh, the turnovers are a lot higher on games like that. We're talking to Brian Scalabrini, NBA insider and of NBC Sports Boston. Scal, I just want to read you this tweet from Adam Himmelsbach from the Boston Globe, and I just want to get your reaction. This is from last night. He said, Joe Mazzulla just walked past Marcus Smart in the locker room, did a full somersault in front of him, turned and said, quote, you can't do that, then walked out. That was pregame. Um, sure, I read that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I guess uh, Himmelsbach followed up, asked Smart if that was an inside joke, and Smart said, we need to stop giving him sugar. Uh, well, you guys, uh, the, I, would just, I would just say this. You guys see my interviews with Joe Mazzulla before the games, and like, I – Personally, I don't think he's anything like what he's coming across on this press conference, nor do I think he's anything like he comes across on his interviews with me. And well, I'm what do you do mean? Okay, so what do you mean by that? Like how he comes like, across is sometimes being very dry, and then you get a you see a tweet like this, and you go, "That that's bizarre. <laughs> that's, that's different." That's Joe. That's Joe. Like I just I was in Charlotte and I played pickup with him and uh, the whole coaching staff, right? The guy's amazing. Like he's a savage. He's tough. Like he's. It's like, like I, I, I would just have to admit. Like I love basketball. I play all the time. It's, it's really one of those things where it's like I can't wait to get back so I can play again. But I don't want to play because the intensity of the game is super high. And you're being around Joe and listening to him talk off camera and all that. The guy's like passionate about life and all that stuff. I wish that he would bring more of that to the press conference. Of the somersaults. No, I mean, not necessarily somersaults and stuff like that, but just, like, the way that he is. Like, he's just – he's a highly energetic guy that, you know, loves life, and he's always pursuing to become, you know, better at life and learning more and, and studying things. Like, and I think that's, you know, like, that's just Joe being Joe. Like, I don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but he takes, like, personal taekwondo lessons, and, you know, he goes in and he does yoga at certain places on the road. And, like, he's just like a – like, I, I really admire that about him. Other people would probably rather – their coach be uh, 65 years old and not doing that kind of stuff. But Joe's going to be Joe. He's just not going to be like that in the press conference where he's really dry and uh, in my interviews with him. So is he, sorry, really quick, Annie, is he, would you say he's a goofball or he's just different? Excited about life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Excited about, about, about life, about, um, about growing in life, about becoming a better coach, becoming a better person, becoming, you know, like, you know, working on breathing exercises, doing cold tanks and stuff like that. Like super excited about like all in all life, not just one part of life. That's how I would describe him from being around him. So from afar scoreboard watching, you may fixate on the losses of late, but do you think there's a benefit to this stretch of sort of lineup shuffling guys in and out a guy like Peyton Pritchard playing 42 minutes in the long run for where this team wants to go? Are they going to benefit from things like this or in the regular season? I mean, I think that it depends on your attitude and the way you're looking at it. And, you know, like if Braden Pritchard goes out and has a great two games or three games and then he goes back to the bench, like that could be a, like an incredible blessing later on down the line for him to get an opportunity and play well. And that could be a curse if he doesn't handle it the right way. So the NBA is it's, it's a grind, right? 82 games and all these things and ups and downs and play, don't play, play well, get to time. Your, your time gets taken away from you. Like, all that stuff happens. It's, it's really about how you handle all those things, right? And 
And everyone has a choice on how they want to handle that. You can, you can sulk about it. You can be motivated by it. You know, you can, um, you can win games and be a fat cat and not keep working. You can win games and want more and be motivated by, you know, what happened last year in the, in the finals. And it's all about how each person handles that. And I would just say in my experience of being around some of the greats, right, like those guys are never satisfied. No matter what they win, they always want more. They want to, they want to work harder. And they, they have an, an incredible amount of confidence that they believe in their work and, and, um, and I think it spreads throughout. Like if Tatum and Brown come across that way, like their responsibility of bringing confidence to the rest of their team is is real, and it does that for a guy like Sam Hauser, for a guy like Peyton Pritchard, um, you know Justin Jackson. Like all these guys, like like feed off of the energy of the star players, of the accomplished players. So it's all about how the how you handle each scenario in the NBA. If you handle it the right way, typically your team is uh, going to have a pretty successful May, uh, April, May, and June. Scal, I know you got to hop in a second, but real quick, trading deadlines in two weeks, February 9th. Uh, you pulling the trigger on anything, and what kind of move would you make? Yeah, so I'm all in on Jakob Pertl. Like, I don't, I don't have any inside information or anything like that, but just whatever is out there, um, I'm sure Brad will make the right move. Like, he studies this stuff more than me. I just think moving forward, not just this year, but in the future, getting a guy like Jakob Pertl, he could be available. Um, I think that he would be an amazing addition to – Rob Williams and Al Horford, not just for this year, moving forward. He's that big body. He's a really smart player. He moves the ball really well. He, like, fills, to me, a lot of boxes. I don't think we need help at the wing. I don't think we need help at the guard position. I would just think over even, – even if it's just the regular season where Rob and Al can be managed with their minutes, that Jacoperto would make a huge difference. And I would hope that if they were to make a trade like that, that he would be a part of the Celtics long term because – I just think he's a fantastic addition. He's the one piece that I would feel like we're missing if we're really talking about winning a championship. So outside of that, I'm not really high or excited about anything out there, but I would be absolutely floored if we can get a guy like that. And I think it would save Al Horford. You know, he signed that two-year, $20 million contract, uh, $10 million a year. I don't know how much he'll play next year. I know he'll be valuable in the playoffs. Jacoperto like checks a lot of boxes to save Rob Williams' career, Al Horford's career, and prolong this window. All right, a lot of praise for Pertl from Brian Scalabrini. He joins us every Wednesday. Thank you so much, Gal. Uh, take care. We'll talk to you next week. It sounds good. Thank you. So Pertl, I guess he's the target. He made it sound very important, mm-hmm. um, especially with Rob Williams hyperextending his knee the other night. Injury so, concerns. Yes. For, yep. I mean, with Rob Williams, it's always going to be constant always. injury concerns. Yep, perpetual. Yep. What did you make of his translation of Joe Missoula's personality? Like um, the yoga stuff to me life. is not the yoga stuff to me is not that weird. Like a lot of young people do yoga now when they're on the road and things, especially former athletes to keep themselves uh, healthy. There's some nice road yoga. Yeah, road yoga. Is that a euphemism? Yeah, sounds strange. <laughs> no, I just isn't that how of... we got Missoula as a coach? Too much road yoga. <laughs> oh, um, oh no, no, too oh. soon. Um, Bad Andy. Well, there are some poses in yoga that easy, may have been easy. Ah. Uh, no, it was a very convoluted answer. I don't think there's any other. I, I don't really know what he was trying to say. Like he's I, saying, I, like he has a lot of interests outside basketball, whereas Scal is a basketball guy. He's an right. energetic dude. But it was one of his interests, like, like Cirque du Soleil. Like but, I don't know, like doing uh, gymnastics. And I do agree. There's a fine line between 
a young coach with outside interests who people like Fitzy are doubting already and you know the 60-year-old basketball lifer who'll get the benefit of the doubt. That mm-hmm. guy, he just eats, breathes, he watches tape, that's all he thinks about. I don't need that. Like I do believe it's a new time where and and we we're going through this in football with other like Cliff Kingsbury is he not invested in the way that Bill Belichick and these other guys are invested. But the personality thing I wasn't really sure exactly what he thinks Joe Missoula needs to bring to the press conferences or to his interviews. Well, he was kind of saying behind closed doors that Joe seems to be a more relaxed guy or a guy who's like really excited. He kept saying he was excited about life. Right. Excited about a lot of different things. But you don't want to come off as a cheerleader as the head coach. No. Like super excited every game. Yeah, they're winning. There's an opportunity for him to come out there and be excited. But do more you think often. he it's feels a positive impact? It yeah, seems does like it, he's having. Does it sound like he is in press conference or something trying to show a little bit more in line with Brad was a very serious guy in the press conferences, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. dry, very, very serious. Udoka came off as a hard ass and would basically kind of miss it. Like me too. He yeah. would he would hang his players like out to dry when they screwed up right. and say they screwed up. Right. That's on them. The 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 biggest thing I always go back to any coach, any sport, you gotta be yourself. Yeah. That's why I don't really care about the somersault. But the, here's the thing is then it's interesting to me. <laughs> Still so like it's but if that's weird. Him, that's him. Okay, but Pete Carroll's weird. He's weird in yep. press conferences. He's openly weird. Yeah, he took his he shirt doesn't off. wear a shirt yeah. in the locker room and he's like, I'm so pumped. And they play basketball exactly. and he believes in UFOs and like all these things. Right. I'm, be you. Just be you. Okay. Because I think players absolutely chew up and spit out phoniness. Just don't be phony. That's why, guys, that's why so many, it, you know, to cross sports, which we often do since we're the Six Rings guys and we are possessed perpetually with Patriots, that's why so many people from the Belichick coaching tree, I believe, have flamed out elsewhere is because they try to go do a Belichick yep. act. Like, oh, that's what you guys hired me for, to try to bring some of that Belichick magic and his stern disciplinarian method. Like, no, we want you to take what you learned from him and then apply it through your lens here. Not just go do a cheap impersonation of what Bill does there. And Missoula is, how many games have they played? Whatever it is. 47. 47 games into his NBA head coaching career. Mm -hmm. Like, he's finding himself. He's figuring out what his comfort level is, how he answers questions. Like, right? You're you're still finding your way as a radio personality. Like, you learn every day. No, (laughs) don't you do things differently now than you would have? Uh, six months ago, we're going to do. We're lost do, in the woods, man. And, and that's fine. That's okay. Do some feedback. Be you. Later. Oh, Don't good. try to be the big O or hey. anything else. Be you. Oh, that's what I've been trying to do the whole time. Uh, you're failing. Oh, that that <laughs> when she says load them up, though, it's like you have opinions. You don't. You don't sit on the fence. Oh, yes, no. cheap shot. Yes, what no. do you mean? I love on the I, Odyssey he's app. He's, he's mad he's somewhere. A legend. Yes, no. The man is a living legend. Absolutely. But Missoula is finding who he is as a coach, sort of at the highest level. Right, like this isn't he didn't coach, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some Butler team yeah, for ten no, years. Yeah, no, on a huge stage. Right, so like, give him a little rope, give him a little. Here's slack. the thing: I'm not sitting here saying I have a problem with it. You I think critical. it's okay to sit here and say it's super weird. He's this extremely dry guy yeah. in press conferences who is kind of weird interactions with the reporters, the ones who are there every game, not right. just like a random, you know national person who drops in because TNT is there. Mm-hmm. And then he's doing a somersault in front of Marcus Smart and mocking him. Excited about life. I, I just, just want to point funny. out he's also not the coach of, like, the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, he's not the coach of a team that's, like, mid-market and would be happy to get into the play-in tournament. Right. He's the head coach, the interim head coach, 
of the team that is the betting prohibitive favorite to go back to and possibly win the NBA Finals. So it's a different kind of learn on the fly. Like yeah. his learning curve is much steeper than a lot of other teams or a lot of other head coaches would have at this point. So that's why there's more pressure. That's why we're scrutinizing Andy. And and I totally Andy's agree like, with that. Don't even talk about him. No, I just he has a he's learning I'm on the really fly. Protective. He's learning on the fly at a place where he has to hang a banner or it was a disappointing season. Correct. His sounding well, board. He's on yeah. a roll. Yeah, right duck now. boat or GTFO, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> he's his sounding board. Oh, no. I don't. You, you just oh, got that? No. A little quicker, please. It was well, terrible was four seconds ago. My own point. That Jeez. one. We might have to get some of that Febreze from Foyer's Brussels sprouts and get that one out of here. I also oh, would wow. like. Wow. <laughs> he's his sounding board is Brad Stevens, but it doesn't sound like his personality is Brad Stevens. You don't so say. it's weird. Like, you go to that guy for advice. He did it for a long time. He's your mentor, but he's nothing like you. Brad Stevens was never going to do a somersault in the locker room. So you have to find that blend of <laughs> listening to him and ignoring him. I can't him. even Brad, Ste- Brad Stevens used to be like Gardner Minshew, just walking around only in a T-shirt. No, I'm sure. I think that was email. <laughs> oh, and again, again, that's why we have Joe Mazzola. For God's sake, Andy, we need a break. Okay, I'm going to show you what a juggalo is during the break. We'll Load be right back. Him up. <laughs> After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Andy's in a good mood now. What's got you all worked up? Uh, well, no, Ryan's doing Was it talking about the Bible? Why are you talking about the, the Bible, Bible during break? Wow. I'm expanding my Christian horizons. You're just improving your literary knowledge base. Uh, a little bit. Hmm? Nothing wrong with that. There was a freaking place. There's a place in my town named after it. The Bible? What? Hmm? The Bible? Yeah, there was a location in the Bible that now there's this weird name place Is area of my town. Yes. Narum. Hey, Narum? They, oh, you'll never say it, so don't try. Okay. I moved Joseph. on from it's coordinator, and I moved on from Baltimore the way you've been saying it. I've ignored it. I've done you a favor. All right. Or, I'm not going down near. this. I'm not going down this road with you today. I'm just going to leave it there. syllables out of random words. It's just the way I talk. Syllables. 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 Oh. Let's go to some calls on the Celtics. David in the car. You're on. Hi, good evening, guys. Thank you for taking the call. So, Mago, I just want to give you a shout-out, and The Last of Us is a great show. You guys were talking about earlier. I just got to give you, that is a great show. Anybody who hasn't watched it, watch it. You're going to love it. It is awesome. Tell Andy so, to watch it. Nope. <laughs> yes. So, on this whole thing with Missoula versus Ime, so I, I kind of get a kick out of it how everybody seems to be pretty hung up on Ime, as if Ime was here for five or six years as, as a coach. When you think about it, Missoula's been with the Celtics longer 
Danny May was ever here. Missoula's been with the Celtics for three years as an assistant, now as where he should be the head coach. And the way Missoula is, so one of my sons played for his dad. I knew his dad. And he has the same mindset, and he coaches the same way his dad did. And it's the way he is. And and I think he should not change. And if the league and if a Celtics fan have a problem with him and cannot expect you know, accept him for what he is, that's too bad because I am telling you guys right now, just knowing his dad and knowing who, who he learned from, this guy's going to make a great coach for the Celtics. And Thanks, David. Uh, we got to keep moving. But mm-hmm. and I don't think it's Ime versus Missoula. Like, well, I don't, I don't want to pose it's it obvious, that way. Though. There's it's an automatic comparison. Yeah, yeah. He, he had to take over at the right. la, at the 11th hour because he may screwed up. Right. Like, but you're going to compare. you, and, and it's there's like visual comparisons. There's the big, stern, hardo coach that Ime was. Mm-hmm. Now you have the smaller, like more athletic-looking point guard. T- like they're just different people. Who makes no expressions on the sideline whatsoever. He except gum, chooses though. gum. He chooses yeah. gum and occasionally frowns. Yeah, like and doesn't and call timeouts. He's got a very furrowed look in press conferences. Correct. Like I don't know whether he's confused he's, but or he's, stern. To, or, to the caller's point, to David's point, he's been here for three years. He's a Brad guy. Yeah. And it, to me, on the sidelines and the way that he coaches is a little bit more the Brad Stevens school than the Emay school, but if you want to make a comparison. I think, like, to your point, Andy, I think you're right. I think it's him figuring it out. At the same way, I don't know, if he's, if he's weird, let that freak flag fly in the press conferences. I'd win first, then. I think he's winning a lot. No, no, no. Get a title and then do whatever times. the hell you want. Oh. Somersault into the press conferences, somersault on the court. Do whatever you want, but win first. Because have Be you decided... Funny, it just somersaults into every press so conference. So you don't like him. Yeah, I... See, you first said of you all, wanted to replace you've worked him with- it- I, a, a while ago, I thought about maybe the idea that Brad Stevens stepping in may be best for the team because this may be a lot for it. It's not. No, but again, you said Stoudemire in hour one. Stevens does not want it. Oh, I, I like Stoudemire, too. So you take Stoudemire. I I'm, don't know. I'll just be honest. I very well might. I, I know. Uh, talk radio, you could have a. I don't know whether I like Missoula or not. How can I know at this point? They're but winning. Andy, He's that's good enough I'm, right that's now. That's what I'm He's bringing Tatum's up. He's guy, and the stakes like, are so high in. Trying to figure out who he is. This report from Hamill's back, as silly as it is, first of all, it's very silly. I'm okay. aware that I'm spending time talking about something that's very silly. Everything doesn't have to be the X's and O's that we talked through the first hour, if you want to hear that, about the Celtics game. And, like, drilling into this play, that play. Yeah. This is, he did a somersault in the locker room and pointed to Marcus Smart and said, you can't do that, and walked out. Let like, me- it's funny, so I'm trying to figure out who he is because that's not who he is in press conferences. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to how does he relate to these guys on the team? What is his coaching style? So, um, to steal a uh, a line from your future co-host, mm-hmm. Celtics are 0-1 when Joe Missoula does a somersault in the locker room before this the game. This is true. Facts, Facts only. Right? True. Facts only. I can't argue that. Can't I'm win worried. in Florida. Wait, 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 wait. But I'll toss it back this way. We don't know how first. many gymnastics he does. It's true. Good point. I would try it's the first time it's been reported. It's hey, you know what else we're kind of just whistling news. by is whether or not you guys, whether or not anyone else here at the station now, anyone listening, is legitimately concerned that Missoula's inexperience and his hesitation to call timeouts and this coaching style that he's kind of developing on the fly is going to cost them bigly when it matters in May or early June. So you bring that up. Let's go to John in the car because I think he's a little bit more in your uh, line of thought. John, you're on. 
But yeah, hey, well, how's it going, everybody? Andy, by the way, you are 100% right on that tough insider info. Thank you should you. give that back to Keith. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Hey, uh, 50, wait a minute. Like, uh, you, you know, the, I, I remember this coach. He was really into, like, Zen. And he was like, it was his big thing. And, like, all he focused on was Zen. Now, like, I, he was terrible, I think. Oh, wait, his name was Phil, Phil Jackson. Jackson. Yes. Like, yeah. So, like, Joe Mazzula likes to do yoga, and it's different. Like, he's 35 and 14. It doesn't bother like, me. What's your problem? That doesn't, bo- he, that doesn't bother me. The fact that he does yoga, that he sits in a cold tank, that he does a lot of, uh, you know, contemporary relaxation. I don't care if he goes to a stretching clinic, if he goes to bar, if he likes Bikram. That doesn't bother me. Do you know what his record is? He's 35 yes. and 14. Like, what are you worried I, about? But, dude, like, what am I worried about? I'm worried about the fact that the guy does not have a lot of experience. The stakes are very high for the Celtics, and almost anybody could probably drive this Corvette to 35 and 14 the way that they are, the way that they're stacked with talent now. I'm just wondering why, like, he doesn't have a long resume, John. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't have a ton of experience. And so far, it looks like he's kind of costing them with his decision to just trust the pros and let the men be men, like, it's okay to get in there. You're not just the coach assistant. You're not just the post-game guy. You're the in-game coach. You need to sometimes cool them off and let them take a minute to breathe, set up a play. That's all I want. Sorry, that's my opinion. I'm sitting here. That's what I think. I've shared it. Speaking of which, I didn't care for Scal's answer about the timeouts. Agreeing with you, sort of. What do you mean? Apparently in the NBA, assistant coaches sit there with their thumb up their butts and don't do Andy. anything in games. Oh, man. You didn't aggressive. care for it. It's reality. So what are the, like... Why is it not okay for assistant coaches to say, it's hey, coach? It's just not how it's done. I know you seem to I'm be not okay with this. I'm not saying it's okay or just, it's not okay. It's just not how it's done. So 20, for you to say, why didn't any of the coaches do that last done? night? It's not the way that the chain of command works. It's not like they're positional coaches or coordinators. Sorry, I had to say the word again because yeah, of the nature of the conversation. <laughs> the way that NFL coaches are. It doesn't work that way. There's fewer guys on the floor. There's one guy calling no, no. the plays, calling the timeouts, and determining when that oh, happens. No, no, no. It might be a conversation that they have outside of the game, but in the game, nobody's going to go up to the head coach and tap him on the shoulder and suggest that. I'm going to say something bold then. That's stupid. Okay. Wow. Like I'm not saying a coach should be able to call a timeout. No, no, no. The head coach calls the timeout. No, I know what you're saying. Advisory role. Hey, I, coach. I understand what you're, you're saying. It's, just, it's not going to happen. That's nuts. That's, That's a, not the way sport is called that pushback. That like sport why is stupid. You, can no one suggest on the sidelines of an NFL game like Coach, do you think you want to call a timeout Happens here? Happens all like the a, time. And I no one believes in chain of I'm command say, more than Bill look, Belichick. He comes from the Naval Andy, Academy. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying I don't think it's fair to criticize the assistant coaches last night cuz that's if they did that it would that would be the story. So we just go down with the ship. There was like the one guy who could have saved the Titanic but chain of command. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. They didn't want to go down with the ship. I didn't know that that was the story of the Titanic. It was that know, game. It was we'll a Titanic. Titanic. Titanic's a very large metaphor. <laughs> okay. I wanted we'll, to get strike. We'll continue with your calls. When we come Iceberg. back, we will also get back to the Patriots' second day following this Bill O'Brien news. Uh, the guys here, a little irritated about some of the stuff that they've been hearing in response to that hiring. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.